Hi, everybody. This is Jose Palomino, CEO of Value Prop, and your host on Business Growth on Purpose. And today, I want to continue our discussion around strategy. And last week, we talked about some of the common strategic models that people use when they talk about strategy, everything from the classic uh, BCG's uh, matrix, four quadrant ma matrix, uh, Dr. Michael Porter's Five Forces, uh, Michael Tracy and Fred Wassimer's uh, Discipline of Market Leaders. And, you know, I kind of landed on a, what I thought was a, a very simple thought question around what is strategy, right? And, and I don't want this to be heady or feel like it's, it's something that only big companies can engage in because that's not the case. But the thought is that you have to make decisions around people, processes, and resources to accomplish your big goals. So that's that's the big idea behind what is strategy, right? If you think about it, and I'm sure there's, if you're listening and you say, I studied strategy, and that's not the definition for strategy, it's something else. That's fine. It could be anything from a model I learned in my MBA program, excellent uh, professor uh, explained strategy from the point of view of it's, uh, how do you create value, value creation? How do you capture value, right? How do you create value for your customers? How do you capture it? So it's, it's a lot of ways to look at it. And it's kind of like saying, how do you appreciate a sculpture? You know, uh, there's so many things, including learning to sculpt. Uh, so I want to keep this at a point where you can actually take some action items out of this. So I just want to do a, a brief episode today to set the stage of, of what is the purpose of this? Like, why do you need it? And uh, let me let me kind of use the illustration of somebody's running a, um, a small, small town pizzeria. And uh, they've been running it for 10 years, 20 years. It's been in the family, does half a million top line. They're able to pull a buck 50 out of it every year, year after year. Um, life is good. No need for strategic thinking there, perhaps. Or at least they think because it goes year after year. It's pretty dependable. Recessions, maybe COVID took a slight hit, but then it got back. They did a lot of takeout anyway, uh, takeout and delivery. So no problem there. The, the however part is this, what if the community is changing? Um, a lot of development, new people coming in, how are you going to reach them? What if you actually have a nice niche uh, business and some other entrepreneur says, well, gee, they seem to be doing pretty well. I, I'm clocking lots of pizzas coming out of there. Uh, what if uh, competitors come in? Uh, or what if people's tastes change? Uh, generationally, people change. A lot of people are moving towards vegan lifestyles, so they don't want cheese, melted cheese. And so, yeah, you can do tofu or some other, you know, plant-based substitute for cheese, but maybe that needs different, uh, a different uh, oven uh, temperature, different oven treatment, different timing. So there's an operational concern. See, we can't escape the need to think through what we want to accomplish. So you'd ask that pizzeria owner, well, do you just want to run this until it's not making money anymore? Do you want to sell it one day? Do you want to retire? Do you want to work less? Those are important questions around people. In that case, in that, in that kind of small shop environment, the person that you're really asking about or the people that he has to, he or she has to worry about is themselves. If it's a little bigger, let's say it's a print shop, which has gone through a lot of comp uh, competitive pressures in the last uh, 10, 15 years as people do a lot more self-service, there's a lot more 24-hour services online, there's the FedExes, the UPSs, and so on. How do you compete in that space? That's classic strategic thought questions. The last two, three years, 
Um, there was a, a point where it looked like an existential threat to all things industrial manufacturing. And then there's this, been this boom in the last uh, 18 months. But what I'm hearing and talking to people, interviewing people all the time is uh, the new orders are stretching resources. So they have to run a lot more overtime. They're having a harder time, as we all know, finding people to do the work. So expenses are growing faster than sales. So you have this nice top line, but then the OPEX is going is crossing that line. So it's not good to have growing business and, and declining profits, even as a percentage. Um, maybe they're not even getting the right new customers, but they're so busy servicing the ones that are uh, maybe the historic customers. And you should service your historic customers, of course. And there's a whole strategy around that, growing your customers, uh, thinking about that. Uh, but how do you grow them? How do you find new customers? Because you need new pipeline. Otherwise, you will always be uh, subject to the you know beck and call and the, the demands of your current customers, especially in industrial categories where you do have competitors. Uh, margins are always going to be squeezed. And if you're selling to very large companies as part of your mix, uh, then you're, you're probably always dealing with the fact that every year or every six months, uh, there's a new procurement head, a new procurement person managing you and asking for more discount. And you're thinking, wait a second, we served you so faithfully for 10 years. Doesn't that count? Not so much. We helped you during the uh, supply chain crunch right after COVID. Doesn't that count? Yeah. So we're talking, but doesn't count that much. And it's not going to keep your margin safe. Only new business pipeline can help protect you there. And then thinking about growth, uh, you know, if you're 40% customer concentrated in a Fortune 500 customer and sales have gone up 20, 25% in the last 18 months, so you're thinking that's great, but it changed your concentration ratio from 40% to 52% you've actually directly and negatively impacted your valuation prospects. So unless you plan on running your business until you drop dead, um, that's something to really be thinking about. So all of these things are, and that's just a sampling of what are strategic questions. What do you want your business to be? So next uh, time we get together, I'm going to spend some time on building out goals, four simple goals. You could have many other goals. You could have goals for a better company culture. You can have goals for uh, new product development. There's a lot of goals you might have, but I'm thinking of four particular goals that once you shape those goals, you actually have a real shot at developing a strategy that can actually help bring those goals to fruition and not just let things happen, but instead plan your business growth on purpose. And yeah, that's intentional, but it's a really important thought and one that we live by here at Value Prop and one that I, I try to, when, when I interview folks from all around the world, experts in all areas around strategy, marketing, sales, I always want to bring that thought out, how to be intentional. You also know, if you've listened to me for any length of time, that I know that things beyond our control. There are meta things happening in the world. Uh, it's like controlling the weather. You can't control things to that level of detail. And if you're a smaller company, you have even less control. However, uh, the better metaphor to use there is uh, sailing. And I'm, I grew up in New York City, so I'm not a sailor, but I've been on sailboats. And the point is you can't control the vast ocean. It's too big. The weather patterns, all of that, all beyond your control. All you can control is how you navigate, how you manage your vessel. And 
So you have to think, first of all, if you're in the middle of the ocean, the first thing you want to know is what's your direction and what's the nearest safe harbor for you to aim for. Those are your goals, the safe harbor, where you want to get to your destination. Then your navigation is figuring out where are you now and then thinking through what is the what are the things you have to do to get there. And that's what we're talking about in the next couple of weeks. Uh, also, listen to our show. Uh, subscribe to us on Apple, on Google, on Spotify, or just come back to our website, to our podcast uh, on valueprop.com. And, uh, and you can listen to, see our episodes as well. Uh, they're also on YouTube. So su subscribe to one of those things because we're uh, not only am I speaking to these things directly, but I'm also interviewing some dynamite folks uh, from all over the world to shed light on these topics, especially in the context of B2B owner-led businesses. So until next time to your success, this has been Jose Palomino with Business Growth On Purpose. Thanks for listening to another episode of Business Growth On Purpose. If you like the show, hit subscribe and leave us a review to help other people find the podcast. And if you're ready to take the next step in driving intentional growth for your business, Come check out what we're doing at valueprop.com. We've developed industry-leading programs and systems to help B2B owners take control of their growth. Until then, thanks for listening to another episode of Business Growth On Purpose.